Welcome to Practically a Fabring, a podcast about life, about getting real, and about Chabad Hasidis. Here's our hosts, Menachem Poznanski and Rabbi Meir Prager. Practically a Fabring, welcome back. Here we are. Okay, we're finally here. We're closing out Eric Nadalid. Um, really super ready to jump in. Eric Tezvav. Um, this is actually the second half of the last episode discussion. It was a little bit longer than we usually like, so I separated it into two. Uh, this is a separate point, so I uh, really look forward to jumping straight in. But first, I want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and five stars, and also share us with your friends, especially those who would love what we have to say. Um, also, you can reach out to us on Instagram at the Light Revealed, and you can also email us the Light Revealed at tlrfamily.org. Okay, so let's just jump right in. Uh, here's Mayor. And at this juncture, is very interesting. He jumps back. This is, I don't know, it's, we're for bringing, so we can talk in for bringing terms. This is the first time you see the Rebbe's character in Tanya, because he says, he just finished. We went so many chapters. Actually, so many people are, Many times, especially if you come from a from a non Chabad background, you're like, "What do you mean I can't be a tzaddik? <laughs> Why can't I be a tzaddik?" And that's like one of their biggest issues that they have. And uh, and we always answer back, "You don't know what a bainini is, <laughs> you know. Even the tzaddik wants to be the bainini." And we go ahead and we're fighting, and the bainini keeps going up on top of the mountain. It's, you know, it's the, uh, like Rabbi says, everybody, uh, you know, uh, strives for, to be a Baini. Then the Altarever goes, to be, a, to, to truly hate bad, like a tzaddik. He was all of a sudden now, after he just said that not everybody has the mishpat up here in this, you're not going to be able to get to, to get over those issues. A tzaddik, God has ordained certain people to do those roles, certain people to struggle in those. He says, yeah, but still in all, you did say to a tzaddik. So we have to somehow, he doesn't, he, he gives one etzah, but, he, but the, the general demeanor is, you have to figure this out. You bottom line, you said you promised, they promised, they made you promise, and it means they gave you strength to eat tzaddik. So even though there's no mishpat apher in it, you can't avoid, you can't just say it, it, it wasn't it's nothing. Okay, whatever. It's like you said it. Let's let's you have to figure out somehow. Do something that's gonna warrant you and bring you into the tzaddik environment. Which really is like, what do you, you just negate everything you told us, everything else? No, losses, but that's chassidus, especially chassidus chabad. He keeps breaking through to new barriers. And he's saying that even though, based on your neshama, based on your nefshokis, based on nefshok bahamas, based on mishpat abkhir, based on everything, you're not going to be, you can't get over this. You shouldn't buy into it. Don't take no for an answer. Still, somehow, take a certain amount of time and say, 
I did say out here tzaddik. That means I can. Tr- I, there's something I should be able to do to get over this completely. And you're not accepting anything. This is what reminds me of the Mara- Reminds me. Um, there's a beautiful sicha that ever explains why. <clears throat> That the reason why uh, in the beginning of Bamidbar, based on chronological order, the story of the Maragum should have said first. And it didn't. It says in the next parsha. And Rashi and, and it says because the parsha, not Maragum, the, 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 of, um, of Pesach Sheni. <coughs> the story of Pesach Sheni is that the Jews came in. They, after in the, first, in the first year, the anniversary year of, uh, of leaving Mitzrayim. And everybody who, who brings a carbon Pesach, which is the most amazing thing, because that was, that's how they left Mitzrayim. They made this big meal and they left. It was the most commemorative act of leaving Mitzrayim. So the next year, everybody was excited about, about making, uh, bringing the carbon Pesach. But there were certain people that based they were they were uh, they were tummer because they were carrying either the bones of Yosef or some other store uh, the two sons of of Aaron. There's a, there are a couple of opinions of why they became tummer, but they were tummer, and, and therefore since they were tummer, they were not you're not able to to do the carbon pesach. They came to Moshe. They go, it's not fair. <clears throat> so Moshe says, okay, let me see, let me go and talk to God. God says, you know what, we'll make a Pesach Sheni. There'll be a second Pesach a month later when they're not going to be impure anymore because they went through the purification process and they'll be able to give a Korban Pesach. And in that Korban Pesach, you can have ma- you can eat chomets together, everything. And he made a new yontif, Pesach Sheni. So the says, it's a beautiful story. Why couldn't, this, why, why couldn't the Chomets start with this amazing story where Jews came up and they, and, and they demanded more spirituality and they got it. And they never said an amazing thing. He says, what do you mean they asked? They, they, it said it's not fair. What do you mean not fair? These are the rules. If you're Tama, you can't do it. Imagine someone says, oh, it's too late. It's night already. I want to put on the film. It's too late. It's, you, you can't. Uh, Wednesday, I want them to be Shabbos. It's Wednesday. It's not Shabbos. You can't just say I want. What does I want mean? So, <clears throat> so the says, that's the beauty of the story. These people who were Toma were so adamant that they did not want to lose on a carbon Pesach. And even though everything in terror says you're not allowed to, God saw their, the fact that they did, did not break. They didn't listen to any, any rule. They don't care. We want to be able to thank God for carbon Pesach. He made a new Yontif. He changed the rules for them. The bad news for Jews is they should have taken it to the next step. Because at that time, the, the story of Mar- uh, the Miraculum, when they were supposed to, they, they were ordained to be in the midbar for 40 years and not go into Israel, why did they accept it? Why didn't they scream? They should have said, no, we need to, we want to go to Israel. It's, un- it's, it's not correct. And truly care and truly fight. And as the Rebbe implied, it probably would have happened. And therefore, they were, that's why it's not a good story to start. Over here in Tanya, the Altair is saying, well, you're getting comfortable, Altair Tzaddik? It's okay? It's not okay. They, wait, what do you mean? You go back and you say, you, you, did you or did you not swear me to Tzaddik? 
You gave me savor. You gave me strength. So Mishpat Abkhir said, now you're holding back some of the opportunity that you gave me? It's unacceptable. I don't, I don't accept it. I am going to spend X amount of time and I'm going to figure out ways of how to be more spera, how to actually hate the bad that I'm doing in a truly, truly emistic way and have Avas Hashem truly like a tzaddik does. Why not? What do you mean no? I'm not accepting it. That's why I think this line is very heavy in Tanya. It's like a... It's a maybe that's why Menachem, you know, you said the chapter started like something new. Something new happened over here. There's no, we're not playing, you know, a professor in university, defining the roles. No. A person has to find Aetis and has to just start. And then he gives one example wait, in, 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 in Gemara of how to, how to look at, 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 at uh, some of the vices that we have and how to learn how to hate. But it, it, doesn't, seem, it doesn't seem married to those particular two examples. Because he says, "Losses eats benavshay," you have to. We have to figure this out because this is about your fight. How much fight you're putting in, in, in into this? And the same thing on the positive, to figure out how do I truly develop an emistical love, a true, true love, the way the way a tzaddik has it. And I'm going to just not give in to this. Sorry, mishpat abchir. You know, I want an, I'm going to appeals court. I want to make an appeal. So it it appears to me as if part of what you're you're saying here, and it's interesting that the Alter Rebbe goes back to this Chazal about Mashpiyim Tzadik Valtei Russia, because that whole context and the question that he asks, why the double language? Because the question itself implies the fact that life is nuanced and complicated. And it requires like a di- what's called like a dialectic, meaning it requires holding two spaces at the same time, right? That's the the journey of the Bainani is the ability to hold both of those things at the same time. So, sorry. So, um, because on the one hand, the the Bainani or the person who's striving towards that place of Bainani, that avoda of Bainani within the context of Hasidus has to accept the fact like, oh, I'm not a tzaddik. That's not, I don't have the Mishmet of Bechira, right? And there's a certain um, self-acceptance of who the person is. And there's also an acceptance of a person, shlichus, and the value that he has and the value of what a Bainani is and the value, like you said, that, a, that in a certain way, even the tzaddik is somewhat jealous, so to speak, of the avoda of the Bainani, right, which we've talked about a number of times on the podcast. So that requires a certain maturity. But yet at the same time, right, there's also the requirement to not settle for anything less than gold, right, which means like I can both accept that I'm not a tzaddik and also do whatever is within my power to become a tzaddik or to live the life of a tzaddik, or to take actions that might draw holiness into areas of my life, parts of my life, right, without surrendering to that acceptance of who I am, which which is a very kind of mature and sobering perspective. And it's very real. It's very like down to earth. It acknowledges the fact that a person is both a tzaddik and not a tzaddik at the same time, which goes to the core of chassidus, right? But for sure, Chabad, as you said. 
it's this idea that like, no, don't, don't take no for an answer. Those two stories are interesting because the, the Jew, at least a, 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 a subsection of the Jewish people charge up the mountain, right? Moshe Rabbeinu tells them not to go. I, I don't remember what the Rebbe, I know the Rebbe has an answer about what the, what the message was over there. What they the had mistake to get permission. Was. I don't remember exactly what it was. Go. Right. That, you can't right, just right, go. So that they should have they davened daven for the, it or something. The, the people who wanted the Karm Pesach didn't say, I'm not listening to you and they make a Karm Pesach. That's disrespectful. Right. That's not right. Uh, you're coming uh, in and you're stating okay. your problem. And uh, until Halacha tells me that it's correct, I'm going to do it. Otherwise, you can't just get up and go. Uh, very interesting. Right, but there's – oh, interesting. Okay, so that's a very interesting. That's a very interesting thing, meaning there's not a, a sense of arrogant egotism and willfulness right. to that. That that um, that self confidence that no I can do it I'm a I'm a yid and I can do it but there's a certain there's a certain um, belief and faith that God wants me to 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 overcome the barriers and and through tefillah through davening through asking permission through going to the tzaddik asking for guidance that a person has the capacity oh that's very interesting okay so that that kind of teaches us so much about. Chassidus, but it also teaches us, I think, a lot about just, I mean, obviously, it's, it's, it's a silly, redundant thing to say, but so I'll repeat myself, but it teaches us about life, about living a spiritual life, because Chassidus is about living a spiritual life, right? Which is that living a spiritual life is where we're holding both of those two things at the same time, like where it's to hate Sadiq, Russia, right? It's like, and the that Altahe Russia is for me because. I don't have Mishpat Abichir about being a tzaddik. And yet, even when I come to that place of acceptance, I don't have Mishpat Abichir of a tzad, of, of, to be a tzaddik. I can still, I actually do have Mishpat Abichir to be a tzaddik. Why? Chazal told me there are things that I can do to enhance my, my the way in which I despise evil or to enhance the way in which I love holiness, right? I can like start to live a holier life that transcends. Right, which is it's just very it's very affirming and very powerful, and it's very sobering because we're never left off the hook. That acknowledgement of powerlessness, which is what we've been talking about, and the frame in which that relates to the work that I do, is not it's not a it's not an excuse that 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 leaves me off the hook from making an effort. It just means I have to like shift my context. I'm not in charge. I don't have mishpata bechira. I have to humbly say, okay, but what can what can I do? One of the things you find like. I talk about this uh, a fair amount in, in some of the work that I do. Is like one of the things that attracts people, let's say people that struggle with substance abuse, right? Like drugs and alcohol is one of the things that attracts them is that it's very efficient at getting them to the mental state, the state of mood and mind that they need to be in, right? So it's not like they, it's not like they couldn't get to that state of mood and mind for the most part, like with, uh, I don't know, practices, meditation practices or going to therapy. Like a lot of the things that a lot of the, the ethereal out of body states that a person gets to, they could get to, they could do like they could go on some kind of yoga retreat or something, but it's, it's not as efficient as smoking weed. Right. It's just not I me mean, to like say like, it's just not as efficient. Right. So we're very attracted to those very efficient efforts. And to me over here, that's kind of part what was screaming to me when you were talking about it is the Reb is saying like, it seems much more efficient to say, oh, I'm going to be a tzaddik because I decided to be. And the Reb says, no, 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 no. That, there's none of that efficient. There's no quick answers to that question. You weren't giving Mishra Bechira. You don't have the choice. You can't just choose to be a tzaddik, right? But there's things you can do. There's efforts, lahavdil, not to, make, to 
to draw exact parallel between what I was talking about before, and, but just a, as a metaphor, right? There are efforts you can make towards drawing in holiness to your life to the degree that not only you're going to draw in holiness to your life, but you can actually like start to be a tzaddik, right? You can actually you can actually uh, overcome. You can do the impossible. Right, the impossible is possible only no, once you accept that you can't do the no, impossible. That's I'm sorry, you can't. You no, really no, no, can't. It, like he said before, yeah. but you're just fighting. Right. He's saying you should be a fighter. You're not going to. You can't change that. It's mishpat abchir. You have to. Mm. This is this is the progression here. is very very impactful. You have to fight. Meaning it's like an effort outcome kind no, of thing. One second, one. Meaning it's a letting go of the outcome. Just yeah, yeah, you, sorry, sorry, sorry. And and you have to find times in it and always. Don't 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 this is not your normal day you have to do like a bainini. You have to be a bainini, fight it, do the right thing, and stand above everything. That's your mission in life, and that's where God wanted you, and that's fantastic. But because they promised you to they they made you swear it to you, it's not like you have to take it. You have to take a certain time away from the normal day and try to fight for this tzaddik thing outside your normal struggle where you're like not accepting this fact that you're issuing. So he says a few things that you can do. And then he says if you continue doing that until it becomes a little bit your character, every time you do these things to try to up your game and you keep upping your game, it starts changing. It does start having an amazing internal effect. But then he says this crazy, unbelievable line. V'kulei hai v'ulei Ye'er olav roach memorem v'yiske l'pchines roach m'sherish eitzah tzadak sh'yisabaloi Because then maybe somehow they're going to have rachmanis on you from above and they're going to shed a new light and that light is going to be in the form of some tzaddik who's a true tzaddik, that he's going to connect to your neshama. And through him, you're going to gain the ability to truly be it, to truly have it, truly beat the system. So I'm, I'm like, what is this cool? Tzaddik, how does that work? I don't know. So it's very difficult. There's very little written about it. What does that mean? So there is a, you know, in the commentaries, a lot of times they bring the, um, the Arizal that once uh, the, the author of Medeshemul was in the room and when the Arizal saw him, he stood up, even though he was a student of his, he stood up and they asked him, well, like, what happened? He says, I see the, I see the Neshom of Pinchas Penyor, which was one of the Tanoim, in him now. There was some Tana came into him. He's a completely different person right now. But what does that mean? So <clears throat> it occurred to me there's an amazing story that one time that obviously the Magad was amazing and his main students is the entire the heads of all the Chassidim since then, all the famous people who were, at, were, were the students of the Magid. And in that group, there were different types of group. You know, like in every time, there are certain groups that are more involved in the Chesed, some people more in the learning, some people more in Kabbalah, and some people in Chassidim, some people more in Nigla. So the Alter Rebbe was 
special, unique person. He was in a lot of these groups. But one time, the group that was focused on a on on, on nigla and learning halacha, they they came across an issue that they gave each one of them greatest tzaddikim. They couldn't figure it out, and they're at a standstill, and they're going on. And Zusha walks in a room, and he sees. You know, a few, a bunch of his colleagues sitting around, and and going back and forth and back and forth and struggling. So he comes over and he and he asks, "What's uh, what's going on?" Now Zusha was not from the group that was mostly famous for his nigla, so he, they told him, "It's not for you. It's not. It's not. It's not your thing. You're a big tzaddik, no question. Maybe bigger than us, but this is not your thing." So, and he. And before that, and the, the Balatanya turns to him, and he tells him the he tells him the the issue, what it was a <coughs> the a subject in the Rambam that they were trying to figure out, and and he and he and he tells Zusha what it is. They continue arguing. A day later, or whatever, Zusha comes into the base medish, and he sees them still struggling. He goes, "Let me propose an answer." And he starts saying an answer. They fl- they fl- floored. They have never heard such a beautiful answer. They are completely floored. And they and they went over. <coughs> they went over. They asked him, "How did you do this? How'd you get this?" He goes, "After you told me the problem, and you told me it's not for me, I went to my I went to my I started learning. I saw I didn't understand it. I don't understand what's going on over here. I don't understand any of this." The whole context of what you're talking about is was unfamiliar. I wasn't getting it, so I went. I went to my room and I started crying. Why is there a part of terror? Not to, what do you mean? It's not me. Why is it not me? It's terror. I'm a yid. I'm connected to terror. You're connected. We're all connected. Why can't I get it? What do you mean? Why? What does this mean? Why is it so understandable? Oh, it's not my thing. It's unacceptable. Like like in the Maragalim. And he basically cried out his heart, and he found it completely unacceptable that he should not be able to be master uh, uh, subject in Nigla, like they're talking about. And then he says, the, the Rambam came to me, and the Rambam showed me what the answer is. And I'm telling you this, the, the, uh, the answer. They immediately went to the, uh, to, to the Maggit to tell him the story, and he said that the, the Chazal that says, V'neshomahinimelamedes, the Nisham is that teaches us. He goes, this is the way, th- what happened to Zusha, that's what it means. It means that when a Jew struggles, he completely doesn't accept the fact that he has an issue. And he does, and he just, he, it's unacceptable that I should have an issue. And there is, a, and he, he'll hit a wall because that's the Mishpat Abhir. You're not going to be able to all of a sudden like, you know, they say, follow your dreams. You know, the kid's five, you know, the guy's only five feet tall. He's never going to be in the NBA. It's not going to happen. You know, there's, there's, there's limitations that God put on us. And, he, and, and, and when a Jew, when it comes to Terah Mitzvahs, and he argues, I'm not accepting it, then he'll, he'll merit because he's in Neshama, he's a chelukah So in a certain degree, we're connected to, we're not to, in essentially we're all the same. In every degree, we're connected. 
when a person cries so hard and fights so hard, then the world, the tzaddikim who are in somehow related to him in some way in his struggle will connect to him in his soul, on a soul level. This is beyond the normal fixing system and beat the system, so to speak, and, 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 and give him a perspective and a feeling that he never had and he could never have on his own. And, and at the end, and that's how he says, and then he will, and the way the Rebbe says, and at that time, he will have truly swore and, and, and accomplished that he's, he actually made it tzaddik. And what I, what's amazing here is, to me, on so many levels, is that, you know, there is in, there's halacha and there's minig. And as many times as there's a minig is slow, it overrides halacha. Said so ever one time said, well, why is minik so important? Why? What's the value? What's the the beauty of uh, of, uh, of, uh, of a of a of a minik? So the Rebbe says the terror is what God gave to us, and minhagim is the terror that we give back to God. The, the minhagim that we did. I think tzaddikim are are the ones who God gave to to us. And this this part of Tanya, what he's saying with the guy who does this, these are the tzaddikim that we give back to God. We created we we created our own version of a tzaddik, and this is why at the end of the day, Balchova, because of Benyamin's ultimate Balchova, is good. They can never be in this place because they beat every system. They didn't accept anything, and they just said, "Then we deserve, we deserve it all." And especially if you made a swear, it means there is, a, there is, there is something there. And they, they never took no for an answer. And that's a new level of tzaddik. It's not even in, in the five categories that we said. It's completely different. It's off the charts. Wow! 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 wow. Okay, Mayor. Wow, that's amazing. I have nothing to say on that. It's beautiful. It's awesome. Fantastic. And um, did a That's great. It's great to move on. Thank you so much. Now we have to live it.